0: Hey folks, Obert here. Just wanted to pop in up top of the episode and let you know that we will be recording episode 190 live on Monday, a few days after you're hearing this, June 6th at 8 p.m. Hopefully you can tune in. We'll be broadcasting it to the world on Twitch at twitch.tv slash or click the link in the show notes. Come see how the sausage is made and... Feel free to ask some questions about the co-hosts, the show, whatever you like. That again will be at twitch.tv/beergamer at 8 p.m. Monday, June sixth, and we're looking forward to it. It'll be the first time the three of us have been able to record together in person in a long time. So, with that being said, onto the show. Thanks. <music>
1: Hey, folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris.
0: What up? It's Dud. And I'm Obert. And uh, we did it. We finished we, the list. It's done. The list it's is perfect. Complete. It took a lot of doing.
1: It did. More a doing, lot of ranking. More doing than I expected.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we could have stopped at a top 10 list and been happy, but... Right. No, we had to get all the way to the top 35. Unsatisfied with just 10. Yeah. But before we get into that... Um, Todd, I heard you had a very eventful and beer drinking wise Memorial Day
2: weekend. I did. Um, on Friday, we headed up to Maine and first stop was in Saco, Maine to go to the Barreled Souls Bottle Society party that they had and pick up my bottles of beer. Um, I will not disclose how many bottles of beer I picked up, but it was less than last year. Because your wife before.
0: listens to the podcast? Well, it was less than last year, but my <laughs> wife was still not happy. <laughs> um,
2: so there's that. Then we proceeded to go to Definitive Brewing Company, Allegash and um, Battery Steel. And then we went to Oxbow Brewing as well. Um, and then we went to Trillium, and I, then I saw Metallica. So where wow. I then proceeded to drink... Sam Adams beers because that's all the, the beer fest had
0: sounds like a fun weekend though yeah it sounds sounds awesome
2: <laughs> yes yes it was it was great uh I can't really pick a favorite part of the weekend you know Metallica is always awesome I think they're you know they deserve to be part of they should be part of every weekend like I should go <laughs> see them every weekend forever I think I'd be happy they're they're spectacular they're spectacular I think I you'd
0: get. Bo- I think you'd get. You'd be over it though after like your 50th Metallica
1: concert of the year.
2: I don't think so. They don't play the same songs every single show, so there'd always be new songs to listen to.
1: I mean, they got like 30 years of backlog, so
2: it's true. That is true.
1: You never. You never. You know. You never know what you're gonna get. Metallica concerts like a box of chocolates. I'm writing this. <laughs> That's what they I'm, say. I'm ad libbing this right now. <laughs> 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 no one's ever so put that. that together before, but. Uh, <laughs> a fun saying, Chris. Yeah, you know, maybe, listen, hit me up. Maybe, maybe one day it'll make it into, like, a movie. Maybe. Maybe. As long as it never changes from Metallica concerts like a box of chocolates.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's probably the only thing that you could say that about. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen Metallica in a long time. That's, that's you know... I recommend I, you change a, that. You know, it, when you have children, they just, they just ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they ruin metallica concerts they ruin for you everything
1: yeah they're always like it's you're they're
2: so loud <laughs> you should bring the children with you
1: no no uh, listen my i don't know if cj has like superhuman hearing or what but like he cannot handle loud noises he cannot handle i loud think noises.
0: you i think the problem is you have the opposite of superhuman <laughs> Also true. I have working
1: under conveyor belts. (laughs) Subhuman hearing. (laughs) Working under conveyor belts for 15 plus years. Yeah, that's what I have. (laughs) It's spectacular.
2: But maybe he wouldn't mind loud Metallica because it's good good sounding loud noise. It's not like noise that he doesn't like. Does CJ
0: have a favorite Metallica song yet?
1: No, he doesn't. Well, maybe we'll get him turned on to Metallica.
2: I feel like that's a good decision for you. Like, I'm I always curious, that. like, when parents don't, like, introduce their kids to, like, that type of music, it's like, start them young. That way, by the time they're, like, 10, you're like, hey, you want to go to a concert? Spend a time with my yeah. kid. We're going to see Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Till they start asking what the songs are about. <laughs> I mean,
1: oh, you see, I think... this one is about a soldier that was, like, blown up, and, like, he's, like, dying, but not dying, but wants well, to die. Well, Trapped Under Ice so... <laughs> is pretty self-explanatory.
2: Like, he's trapped
0: under ice. So, like, that's fine. Right. CJ, do you know what the electric chair is?
2: <laughs>
0: okay, we got to go back further.
2: Do you, do you want to talk about, you know, enter, you know, some guy coming to talk to you when you're sleeping? Right. Sleep with one eye open. It's the like the opposite tight. of
0: opposite of Santa. Anyway, all of this uh converting Metallica songs into children's songs sure makes me thirsty. <laughs> oh my god, you know, there's probably some like, kid version whis- of
1: whiskey in the jar, it's a good version for that. So there you go. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Drink whiskey. <laughs>
0: um, but alright, I think I'm gonna kick it off this week. I'm pretty thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I need a beer as badly as as Tud does, but we'll find out. <laughs> Based on Tud's <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. This is um, actually kind of, it's kind of big news. This is the last beer in my fridge that I haven't had on the podcast yet. Everything else in my fridge, that I, only, I have like less than 10 beers in my fridge right now. Oh, Everything else on there I've, I've reviewed on the show.
2: What are you going to do um, in 11 weeks when we have to drink the oldest beer in our house? It's not going to uh, be that old. <laughs> I
1: have, well,
0: I have some, some cellaring, I'll say. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, but, but in terms of stuff that I am keeping cold, I, I had to empty it out before our Asheville trip. So, Fair. doing that. And um, in that spirit, I have a beer that I've had on the show before, question mark. And that is the Fremont Head Full of Dynamite, Hizzy IPA. We've talked about. It. I don't remember if it was on a pregame or on the main game, but the each h Fod that they do is basically an entire new recipe, but it's just like their experimental series, kind of. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Of hazy IPAs.
2: So what number is this one? Did it look like this can? Yes, that's it. All right, so it's number thirty six. Okay. Okay. V thirty six. It's with Galaxy oh. Simcoe Nelson salvan and simcoe cryo okay yeah i remember reading that um on instagram fremont
0: always gets me with their instagram posts and being like okay that's an h fod that i definitely want to get and review on the show <laughs> um even though i've had i've had them on before i figured why not
1: it's a different but, beer of a brewery you love, so yeah exactly
0: all right um poured it looks just like a hazy ipa should the head died down rather quickly but it's that beautiful hop goodness in a glass um let's do a quick little one of these oh, no. well, see you you can see through it you can see through it
2: yep but. you'd be able to see a car coming at you
0: uh-huh that's true it does pass the headlight test or fail the headlight test depending on if you want to get hit by a car or not right but um lots of those citrusy goodness notes on the nose i get a little bit of grapefruit this is definitely like i said starting to show its age a little bit being canned, what, almost three months ago now. Right. Um, still, I think 90, 90 days is still pretty drinkable for a Hazy, but let's find out.
1: Red Solo Cup,
2: uh-huh. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. So I, I will point out that on, on Untapped, it says that IBU is a crap ton, or by the, the acronym ACT a crap ton (laughs) i i'd see
0: that yeah it's definitely a west coast take on a hazy where there's more bitterness than some of your your treehouse beers it's really well balanced strong tropical notes for sure how else how do we review hazy ipas here what do i say what are the words the magic hazy ipa words
1: (laughs) what uh citrus fruit does it taste like
0: oh um Probably the yellow one. Maybe the green banana? one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you can get away with bananas, a tropical fruit, but not a citrus fruit. Correct. True. Yes. No banana. This is more citrus than tropical.
2: Sans banana.
0: Maybe a little bit of mango. Okay. Um, yeah. I like mangoes. Mangoes are pretty good.
2: I was just thinking about Ball buying take. a mango the other day.
0: But yeah, pretty good. It's got a nice amount of earthiness in the hops as well. Not just over the top floral. And I wonder if that's the, uh, what was the, the cryo Simcoe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, we don't normally talk about Simcoe too much here. It's kind of like a base, a base, uh, hop. I think a lot of times that you build your IPA off of, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's a well-balanced hop and I think it shines through well here.
1: Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Simcoe is like the heavy hop in like your dogfish series. I okay. think, I think that's a Simcoe based beer.
2: Yeah. It's a little earthier.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then that shines through in this. Um, that being said, I'm gonna give this beer three seven five. Nice head headful of dynamite. Um uh, I always try and pick up the new one when I can because every time it's a it's a delight, it's a new twist, a new take. So
2: Nice. Do they ever turn their headful of dynamites into like actual beer releases?
0: You know, I don't know. Um I've been noticing them in the stores around me. For probably about a year, maybe a, a – yeah, so I haven't seen all 37 of them.
2: No, I mean, like, like do they become, like, named beers? So, like, I'm like, does this yeah, one gonna become, know. like, Bob's Juice now?
0: I don't think so. I think that they just kind of are, like, one-and-done experimentals. Okay. Um, Maybe they'll strike gold one day and turn it into one of their – more permanence, or like at least a rotating, regularly named beer. Yeah, I, I know that some
2: around some breweries around here, um, like the big one up in Mass, they, they have a lot of a series of testing their beers, and some of them do become named beers after that, based on how it's, it's all based on untapped rating. Um, so, if they if they reach a certain level of untapped rating, they will convert them to named styles.
0: Interesting, hmm. good to know. Speaking of untapped rating, how many check ins we got? So, out of
2: 506 check ins. What do you believe that the people think of this? Is this going to be a potential named beer by Fremont?
0: I don't know. I think they're going to like it. But like at this point, if you're trying the Head Full of Dynamite, you kind of know what you're getting into. So I think, therefore, the average is going to be around a four. Um, Fremont's got a little bit of hop pipe, but I'll say 4.02.
2: So you are close to 4.05. Ooh. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, dang. Nice. So you, you kind of like had it plain- right on the... I'm playing from the horse hip? and I just got like a deep three and now I'm ha- handing you the ball. <laughs> see if you can go for that
2: half quarter. All right. Does that mean that you're, yeah. you're, you're challenging me? Um,
0: I mean, I don't know. Do you think you could beat Chris and horse? It's really the question. It's a good
1: question.
2: I've seen Chris not. shoot a basketball. I think so.
1: Probably not. I was a monster in eighth grade. <laughs> who, yeah, who do you think I
0: think I think I'm probably the worst at basketball of the three of us. I think all three of us did have basketball hoops though growing up. We yeah, did. That's true. Yeah. That's true.
2: Oh, oh, but I think you'd be probably the best just because your cardio would be significantly right. higher than Chris's and mine.
0: <laughs> exactly. But again, we're talking horse here. There's that's no cardio involved. That's
1: true. It's true. I wonder if there's oh, a no. horse. I wonder if there's a basketball hoop somewhere in Astro. We can settle this for once and for all. <laughs> People have been asking for years. Uh huh. Who's when the are best we get at horse? To that horse game? <laughs> <laughs> Could go to some Asheville High School. Could we borrow your gym for like thirty minutes. <laughs> right, we, also need a ba-
2: we also need a basketball. Can we borrow one of them too?
0: <laughs> we're gonna shut down the tally system. We're done with here. We're now assigning H's, N's and, and so on and so forth. Ugh. Oh man.
2: You're just okay. trying to get rid of the tally system because you want your your tally jail to go away
0: to be out of jail. You're right. You're right. But I don't know. I got a strong contention this week.
2: That's but true. It, it's
0: anybody's game. So yep. so, Todd, you're are you ready to go? I am ready. What do you got for us?
2: So, um, inspired by the list of 35 breweries that we discussed weeks ago, and you know have since finished our list. Um, I went to one of those Spoilers. breweries. And uh, we already talked about it being a podcast. There's no spoilers. there. <laughs> uh, so, um, oh, yeah. I went to one of the breweries that was on the list and um and bought a beer and wanted to bring it to the podcast. But it's a collaboration beer. So the beer I brought is by Oxbow Brewing Company um out of Newcastle and Portland, Maine. That's the one that looked like it was like in a shack in the middle of the woods. Right. And oh, said, right. right. And I said in Maine, it looks like they're like in like the hood yeah. or in Portland. So this beer is called Tex-Nat. Tex-Nat. Um, it's a barrel aged farmhouse ale bottled in May, 2018. Um, and it's collaboration brewed with Jester King out of, uh, I think it's Austin, Texas is where they're from. I wish it said.
1: Yeah, it is. On the bottle.
2: Okay.
0: Oh, I never heard of these guys. Sounds like you're both familiar with them.
2: so uh, yeah, they're 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 considered one of the best breweries in Texas. Um, I've had them a few times. I try to get them whenever I'm in Texas uh, and just try everything they have. They do they name a lot of their beers similar to like the Hill Farmstead style name, where it's named after like people. Um, but this is a five like percent. Albert Einstein. Beer. Yeah, similar to that. <laughs> Uh, this is a 5% ABV beer. Um, Texnet is a mixed fermentation farmhouse ale brewed with main-grown hops and grains and aged in red wine punchians. I don't know what the hell a is, but they're aged in that. Uh, this beer is reinforced in the bottle. Uh, re- but I cannot read today. This beer is re-fermented in the bottle with Valvin Muscar grape juice. Production in, cla- in collaboration with Jester King Brewery of Austin, Texas.
1: Okay. Nice. I, I feel
0: like muscat. I was having a stroke there. It, muscat, I think, is the grape juice. Yep, you're right. <laughs> what what okay. did I say? Just muscar. Yeah.
2: Ah. Like I said, I'm I think I'm having a, a stroke. A I couldn't read is. the words. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's pigeon.
0: <laughs> well, puncheon is 318.226432 liters. So. It's
1: a big beer. tud has got a lot on his plate today. It, it does say some a, kind of a barrel. Asian oh, red okay. wine
2: Punchions. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. We have got to learn about these now. We we learned about fooders last time we went to Asheville, mm-hmm. so we're gonna have to learn about punchins now.
0: Yeah, a punchin. Oh, it's uh it's one and a half butts, or th- or three quarters of a hog's head. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> three eighths Uh-oh. of a barrel.
2: Obviously. <laughs> so it is. Um, it poured very much like a sour. Uh, no yeah. discernible head. Um, I can see through it pretty pretty well but we will do the light test just just in case oh yeah yep you can oh see a
0: car for miles right away. yeah <laughs> it's like
2: it's... it's a bright sunny day exactly <laughs> it might as well be water in here oh, I, th- I like that you sent this over it's very nice
0: Yeah, a little infographic on the different barrel sizes
2: yeah Oh, okay um on the nose it smells like a sour ale um i don't get any discernible other flavors It just smells very sour and pungent. So, uh, let's, let's, let's see what it tastes like. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer.
0: It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel
2: mellow. All right. So... After tasting it, it's not as sour as I was expecting it to be. Um, you can definitely tell it's a it is a farm aged or farmhouse ale, um, so it's got a little bit of a hint of sour to it. But it's also very dry. and I, I just have to imagine that's from the Muscat juice as well as being aged mm. in red red wine punchins. So it's very dry. It's not overly fruity. Um, you know, you get a little bit of that oakiness from like the barrels. I'm assuming it must have been aged in like an oak, oak barrel punchy, and I'm not. I'm not entirely sure, but it has like that very like wine characteristic of like there's wood, mm-hmm. it tastes very it sounds woody. really good.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like sounds like a really complex beer, it sounds like one that would be really enjoyable as it warms up, too.
2: It is very good. Um, it's it's delicious. I mean, it's it's really drinkable, you know, easy drinking, good for a hot day, which is great because you know, we're getting into that time of season. No, it's very good. Um, you know jester king always does really good beers and you know when i saw that they had done a collaboration with oxbow i was like i have to i have to try this because i love jester king and oxbow is one of those guilty pleasures that i always go to because they just do really really cool stuff um very similar to like this the style of beers from like an area two, where they're just trying different things to just see what pops out um but not maybe not as like eclectic as area two. like i didn't see any balsamic aged beers but more like a barreling sour farmhouse style of like a fox farm like where it's like it wants you to taste like the, the earth that it came from if that makes sense mm, for sure um really really good beer smooth drinking as i said it really just tastes like wine i mean it's like a sour farmhouse wine it's delicious uh okay i'm gonna give it a four to five all right solid wow. Wow. i like it i like it this okay. is it's one of them great lawn mowing beers um Although I don't know if See, I could, it like,
0: sounds too complex. Yeah, it's too for fancy lawn for beer. lawn mowing. Yeah, I don't know. I think
2: you could it... drink this beer while you watch your maintenance
0: lawn maintenance guy mow yeah. the lawn for you. Oh, there
2: yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. I like that. I wish I had one of them people.
1: <laughs> yeah. I do. So
2: send me a bottle, and I'll while stand little, out. Okay. On
1: the, I'll stand out on the porch and watch watch, watch Mark Dana watch Mark mow the lawn. Dana mow your lawn. <laughs> yeah, with a push mower, Dana. <laughs> Dana, let me watch you uh let me watch you both along with the push mower <laughs> while i drink this beer. Oh man. Um well okay so what do you think 679 other people thought of
2: this? That's not a lot.
1: It's not. It's not a it's not it's what i was name. expecting. Mhm.
2: I, I I think they're going to like it. Um you know it's a good beer. Uh and people tend to like Oxbow. I don't know what their their general rating is on Untapped um, from like a brewery perspective, but people like Oxbow and Jester King people love. So so, probably similar to me. I'll say a 4-2-2. Two, two.
1: Well, we've got a tie. So, oh, man. 4.19. So no no
0: H's for Tud. No <laughs> H's for Tud. Well, unless hey.
1: I get it. Then you both get H. Wait, wait what? <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I hit the deep three, then Tud stepped up and
2: also sunk the shot. And now right. you've got to make it.
1: Oh, now I, Oh wait. But what if I get closer, then I get an H2? Wait,
2: well, how are you going to make the how are you going to make the shot any different than us? You I'm that make means it, it better. That <laughs> means Ober gets <laughs> to dunked. shoot again. It's basically <laughs> how that works.
1: Oh, is that how oh so? So we're yeah. just going to keep drinking until <laughs> <laughs>
0: we just keep cracking open new beers.
1: Yes, yes, obviously.
0: I already told you though, I'm all out. I'm fresh out of beers.
1: Well, you're going to have to give up. You're going to have to take that H. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and and just uh, to you know, for interest's sake, Oxbow Brewing Company has a 3.86 average on Untapped. So. Inter- uh, interesting.
0: Oh wow, lower yeah. it than I would have guessed.
1: Same. Must be the shack vibes. They give it's all. the shack vibes. It's the it's the it's the murder vibes. Yeah.
2: At one point in time, I will have to take a, a a trip to Newcastle, Maine, to see what this what this like original location looks like.
0: You know, there's a lot of things I mi- miss about living in Connecticut. One of them is being like able to just go to a, a Metallica concert like 50 weeks of the year. But another <laughs> one is like how easily accessible going up to. England to drink beer is and yeah I did not take advantage of enough when I lived there and now sadly just doesn't happen
1: right yeah no we talk about that too it's like when we go up north we're like oh I'd love to be able to go up to new to Maine or Vermont but it's like I only have so many days up there it's like am I really gonna want to drive all the way up it's 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 crazy yeah
2: but uh, what you gonna do you you guys I've lived you guys made. you guys made the beds you guys sleep in so now you have to you have to stay there
0: fair
1: yeah i also made the bed the beds my kids sleep in (laughs) oh lordy they don't tell you that when you have kids it's a lot Mm. lot more bed making a lot more bed making
2: you you wouldn't believe it do you just give up after a while just say we're not making beds today if it were
1: me yes but no (laughs) throw a crumpled sheet at you (laughs) here go to bed (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so what do you got for us this week, Chris? Uh, so, I, I'm i not going to lie. I thought I had a beer from the list, but I don't. I do not have a beer from the list. Uh, okay. I have a beer from the farthest, almost as far away from the list as you can get. Um, Shanghai. <laughs> well, while still being in the U.S. Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> no, But you said almost, so, so we're... <laughs>
1: Closer. <laughs> Goose oh. Island. I
2: have something from Goose Island today. Well... I don't think you know how the US looks if no, anything, no. that's almost as far away as you can be almost as far away as you can get in Chicago <laughs>
0: I did I did send him up there with
2: Shanghai
1: <laughs> I mean it's it seems it seems far away it depends on which way you go if you go the other if you go east then it's pretty right. far away It's true uh, egg on your face uh, anyways
2: <laughs> I just I just learned that Chicago is really close to to the west coast
1: unless you go unless you go unless you go east that's very far away right you gotta go um,
0: almost all the way around the globe until you get to
1: <laughs> basically as
0: close <laughs> as close coast as you can be without being considered east coast we're <laughs> looking at, at from around the world perspective <laughs> uh,
1: but when i grabbed this from the fridge at the at the store i swear to aisha i thought it was uh dogfish head but it is not um, but it is a cool can art And that's why I grabbed it It's called Tropical Beer Hug Imperial IPA um, By Goose Island Beer Company Look at it it's a Dog with shades I like it <laughs> Nice I don't know if you guys have had this one I've, I've not I seen, it before. Never I seen it before I think that's a
2: bear I think that's a bear
1: Is it a bear? That could be a bear Yeah, it well, looks like a bear maybe Well, you it ever heard like of a a bear the term a, a
2: bear hug? No
1: <laughs> Dog hug
2: <laughs> Unfamiliar with this terminology <laughs>
1: dog hug yeah sure but not a bear hug i've heard of that
2: i mean maybe you thought it was a dog because it was dogfish head
1: yeah that's what it was um maybe it's a goose uh anyways it's 9.9 percent abv also which i also forgot so so this is gonna be fun for everybody involved um but it is a 19.2 ounce can it's a big it's a big that's fun it's oh a boy big yep there it goes. My fuel. Life. fuel
0: to get through that list.
2: Okay. All right. Speak, speaking of Metallica, that's a great song.
1: That was a country song, but
2: no fuel. I oh, was going fuel. with Obert's yeah. Comet.
1: Oh, got you, got you. Um,
2: oh man. Oh my
1: goodness. Are you kidding oh, me? That's going to pass the light s- test. I can see all the way through this. If I if I shine a light through this, I will blind you guys. That's how
2: that's how clear it is. <laughs> but we're going to do it. For... It must be done for science.
1: Must be done for science. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look at look how bright it is. It looks like a freaking firefly. <laughs> a giant wow. firefly. That I love was, that this that, is caught on. I love that this, this is, this a is super, the new way to test super beers. Super duper clear beer. Super duper clear beer. Uh, the head is lasting pretty nice, though. I like that. I like that. I'm not going to be able to fit... I'm, uh, I'm not quite going to be able to fit the whole cannon in, in my giant poor character glass. But um, um smells like it's... Uh, let me see. It smells like it's got. It's definitely got some tropical to it. I think it's gonna be more of like a West Coast style beer, um, because it's so close to the West Coast, um, than right the <laughs> than East Coast. But I don't know. Just I get like a tiny hint. I I get I do get some tropical sweetness off the off the smell taste, but um, but I get a tiny hint of that. I might it might be a little piney, but let's see. It is supposed to be a tropical beer hug. So let's see if it hugs me in the tropics. And I
0: drink it while
2: is it more dog or bear? Dog.
1: Um, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan. Not gonna lie.
0: Um, oh, good. You only have another 18 ounces
1: to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is definitely one that got me. Um. I'm like, what did it get when did it get canned? It got canned in the future. September sixth, twenty twenty two. It got canned. So got
2: well, that's why it wasn't very
1: good. Or or is it September twenty two of 06? <laughs> Could be that too. Um maybe it's actually June 9th in the future. Oh yeah, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I keep hoping it's gonna get better and it's just not. Um it, number one, I just want I wanna address it up front. The nine point nine percent very prevalent. You can taste it. It does not yeah. get hidden very well, which wouldn't, wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the fact that I do get some of the tropical flavors. It's like a sweet Tropic more so than anything. There is some maltiness to it, but not. it's not, too, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I wish there was some pininess. Some pininess would actually make this better. Yeah,
0: um, I was going to say I've had these like unfiltered double IPAs that are just like you need more hot bite to kind of cover up that 10% alcohol.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is extremely filtered. So it's like Right. That's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. You need oh. you need
0: that uh like you need the hop resiny goodness. Yeah. That's not that's not in your beer.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to like Yeah, it's just it's it's bitter on the end, but it's not it doesn't have enough up front. The the tropical doesn't hold through. It's 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 a miss. It's a miss. I I like I'm I'm sorry, Goose Island. I call it like I see him or taste them i mean it's not a drain pour it's definitely not something i would order again
0: have you had goose island ipa
1: yes yes do you like that beer yeah generally yeah okay it's it's not like, like, like
0: a double version of that with like some tropical added in where it's like it's like a filtered ipa with just too much alcohol
1: it's it's this is not as good as the the goose island ipa um I mean, I remember, I remember the Goose Island IPA being more piney, though. So maybe I'm, okay. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. Uh, maybe I'm confusing beers. But uh, I also haven't had one in years. A so, decade, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't really remember. But um, yeah, this one is this one's not good. I'm not a fan. Um, it Sucks because I was I was so hoping this this dog bear was gonna give me a big tropical hug, but it is not. It's giving me a tropical punch in the mouth. Um, that's sad. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna give it. I don't know. My uh, Obert Ted Cleo tells me what I think. That, what I think this. I'm reading off of Chris's face.
1: I'm gonna give it an uncanny score. Well, he said it was almost a drain pour. I said it wasn't a drain pour. Um, he put it next to the sink though. <laughs> like if, if a cat knocks it into it, like, like oh no, oh no, don't, you damn cat. <laughs> oh man this is tough this is tough um because like every time i take a sip it gets worse i'm like no uh i don't know if, I don't know if it's that low no it's that low it's not good 175 wow That's 175 really
0: low i was guessing 3.0 but
1: no i i thought so i it started at a 3.0 then i was like no 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 two and a this half.
0: Two territory yeah
1: <laughs> Two and a half. And then I was like, well, normally I give like my Bud Lights like a two, two, five, two, seven, five. And I'd rather drink a Bud Light than this beer. So I'm like, all right, two and two and two quarters, two and a quarter. And then, and then I was just like, no, this is bad. This is bad. Every time I take a sip, it just tastes worse. So there's 0% chance I'm getting this right. So I well put the tally marks up or whatever you got to do. <laughs> uh Oh, okay
0: man. But, wow that's super low so
1: yeah I I just I'm sorry goose Island if you want to redeem yourself send me free beer and then I'll probably give you all fives
2: now we have to hope that over that Chris gets a tally put into <sighs> tally jail because he doesn't know where to go with it
0: I don't, well, there's I, I, 2, I don't know 2619 other people who've rated it, who've checked in the tropical beer hug 2022 which
1: I believe this is the one yeah well and um, I see
2: that the normal one that has 16th. 16,000 check-ins. Yeah. Almost 17,000 check-ins.
0: I don't really think there's any difference, honestly, but the the average between the two of them is so close that, that you could tell me which one you want to rate it against. Uh, I don't think whatever. this is one that there's an annual check-in needed, but...
1: Yeah, just whatever. Whichever ones I'm closer to is fine. Sure, sure. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> like, I'd like to think that people understand a tap, but I know they don't. And I know there's going to be people that like this somehow. Like, I really i'm not a, i'm not a fan um uh, damn i this can art was so good too uh let's see i think like a standard score is like you know th- 375 i think that's like a good basis point to st- stay around um i could do three and a half and just cover the bases but just so i don't, don't lose a point <laughs> um but i i really think it's going to be lower than 375 um I think it's gonna be like a 363, three, honestly. And it's probably you're probably gonna tell me it's a four two seven, and I'm gonna quit the podcast right now. So, so. Um,
0: no, your instincts were right. It is a three point seven
1: eight. Okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. That's how do you so just I 375? three seven five. Oh, if, if I guessed the three seven five, we would have all tied. Uh-huh. Damn yeah. it. You should have like blinked at me or something. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. Poop. I should have just guessed three seven five. Son of a biscuit I'm so mad now. <laughs> at least no one gets tally marks this week oh thank god
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep as we as we all know we two people tied no one gets a tally mark
1: yep it's been, yeah sorry sorry guys Uh Damn. um
0: no i'm sorry that you're not enjoying your beer but i can think he's, of 35, still 35 breweries that, raise no you would, that you would enjoy their beer more i guarantee that's for sure
1: right Uh uh-huh and
0: uh that is our 35 best east coast breweries list mm -hmm. now three weeks ago now if you're listening to this episode 189 episode 186 i believe we talked about the maybe it was 185 even
1: we talked about the
0: best 35 best east coast breweries as rated by somebody who doesn't matter doesn't they weren't as good as as thorough as us they were Um, wrong they were wrong they used criteria that was incorrect. We <laughs> went through and came up with our own list. Uh,
1: based on fact.
0: Based on, on undeniable, undisputed fact of
1: the 35 best <laughs> East Coast
0: brewery. We gave, we gave points for, most importantly, the quality of the beer. I think that was kind of the predominant thing we were judging on. But also, yep. we wanted to include not just Northeast breweries. We wanted to include some breweries from further south. And, um, you know, some of the bigger name breweries that you might have heard of definitely show up on this list. Um, You know, there might be some breweries out there that make a couple barrels of beer a month that are phenomenal. But if nobody's ever heard of them, if you can't get them, then, you know, it's hard to make the list. So all that being said, here is our official 35 Best East Coast Breweries list. I'll kick it off. Or we, which way do we want to go? 35 we should start at 35, I think.
1: 35 to 1, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Should we play like a one. little should we play like a little music here so there's like a separation or are we good?
0: Do whatever you yeah, do what you, you got, Ted. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer
1: is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! I was thinking you were gonna do like a drum roll. Yeah, that's what like I was thinking too. Something like else. like 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 Oscars music, something like uh-huh. that. Yeah.
2: Oh no no no! This is a this is a list about beer. We get beer drops. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So two beer drops on my guitar.
0: We're gonna start at the bottom. Um, we'll talk more too as we go further higher up the list. But um, coming in at uh, the very end of the list, making the bubble, we have uh, Sam Fish Adams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our only two brewery tie uh, between Dogfish Head and Sam Adams to make the list. They are so similar. They do kind of the same thing. And in fact, they're so similar that they were merged into one company. <laughs> um, they have phenomenal stuff like Utopias and the 120 Minute IPA each do good stuff. If you've been to the brewery, I've been to both breweries. Um Really cool spots, each unique, each love beer, but um we could think of thirty four better breweries. We'll say that moving on Allegash thirty four Tud you just went there
2: I was there um you know they do a lot of Belgian styles and sour ales and you know more of your your traditional european style beer, and they do it really well. Uh, they have two breweries up in maine, great locations, you know definitely definitely deserving of being in the top thirty five of east Coast because they're unique. Coming in at 33 is Evil Twin, a brewery out of New York City, uh, also brew at a 12% Beer Project. Um, you know, we felt the need that they needed to be included. We just didn't know. You know, They're obviously not a top 30 brewery, but they fit right in.
1: Not even close.
2: There, As close as Chicago is to the East Coast, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as, far,
1: as far away as you can get.
0: Yeah. Anything else <laughs> to say about Evil Twin? They're good. I mean,
1: they make solid stuff. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing no. crazy. I mean, uh, they're. I know their IPAs, their stouts. They're. They're. They're all. They're all very good. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Like my thirty third ne- favorite East Coast brewery. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Next is Co- Four Quarters out of uh, Vermont, some small town with like a Polish sounding name. I don't remember Winooski. What it's <laughs> Winooski, Vermont.
2: Basically, it's um, basically a suburb of Burlington.
0: This is one that I put it. I. I I advocated for on the list because yep. they make phenomenal IPAs. They, um, which is really the only thing I've had from them, they are hard to find, especially Southern New England. So they maybe earned a little extra points for me just because of rarity. But um, I would, if I saw Four Quarters beer, I would stop and buy it immediately. That's how good my experience with them
1: has been. But, okay. Yep. Nice. Next up, number thirty-one, we have our first Southern brewery i think yep <laughs> double checked uh this hailing from virginia this is aslin brewing company this is a, a brewery that i've seen on tap more recently um not been to the location but the beers i've had have been stellar just stellar like um some i uh a couple ipas um that i've had from them uh amazing and i know todd vouched for them as well saying they i don't know have you had them or is it just I've Um,
2: had them, and I have one that's aging in my house, too, but the one or two that I've had by them were excellent.
1: Yes, so extremely, extremely good, so uh, 31, that's pretty darn good.
2: Yeah, 30 is
0: Alvarium. Todd, you're a Mug Club member there. I had my uh, party when I was back home, East Coast, my (laughs) pre-Omicron wave party. (laughs) Um, they have the the king cluster cluster nutter they are a honey focused brewery and make some of the most unique beers i've had the pleasure of enjoying um phenomenal ipas great stouts well-balanced lagers just like everything they do i felt they knocked out of the park um i only docked points i think for availability they're still they're you know you can't find them everywhere but uh Really good. Really good brewery.
2: I have a mug club at the brewery
0: for a reason. Yeah. If Tud, if Tud has a mug club there, you know they're doing something
1: right. <laughs> uh, next nope. is number 29. And uh, this is one that holds a place in mine and Oberts heart. And that's Harpoon Brewing Company. Um, based
2: uh, out of both Vermont, and <coughs> Mass. That's a harpoon sound. Oh, oh I thought okay. that was a sneeze. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was a
1: sneeze, too. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um <laughs>
0: That's a a dying whale sound. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Oh, great.
1: Peter's going to be calling us now. No whales were harmed in the making of this list. Although (laughs) it did sound just like one. (laughs) Exactly like one. Um, but, no, Harpoon, I know, holds a special place in both our hearts, and uh, if you ever go to the brewery, it is a much different experience than the Harpoon that you get in the store. I mean, they have a bunch of uh, offerings that you can only get at the brewery, and, like, one of the best beer tours I've been on um, in my in my days of beer touring, uh, way way back when, I think I've been on it twice, uh, both locations are awesome, uh, the beer's great, and... Uh, you know the Harpoon IPA forever will will be special, uh, or that or that was the tailgate pack that they had.
0: That's I gave them bonus points for both the the UFO offerings and their tailgater mixed packs. Yeah, both bumped them up a little packs. bit
2: for me. They're very good. So number twenty eight is Two Roads slash Area Two, which be, just narrowly squeezed out above Harpoon. Um, they got extra points because. Of area too, um, but in this, but at the same time, they also are a mass distributed brewery that does every style really, really well. Um, it's a brewery that you could take anybody who's a beer fan to. You know, nothing's gonna wow anybody, but at the same time, you're never gonna have a bad beer from the place. So uh, coming at number twenty seven is the best brewery in the state of Rhode Island, and that is Tilted Barn. Um, a Last time I was there, very reminiscent of another podcast favorite of, of, of Fox Farm where it is just a hole-in-the-wall brewery where they do um, everything really well. Good IPAs, good farmhouse sours, good farmhouse ales. Um, didn't have any stouts. I don't think they had any at the time. Heard they recently revitalized their brewery and I'll be heading over there in the next month to check it out. Uh, number 26 is another brewery that I think I'm the only one on the podcast who had and that's it's vitamin C out of... Somewhere in Massachusetts. Spelled um, this S-E-A. Is, yes, yes. Vitamin C is in where the whale came from. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: where the harpoon went into.
2: Yeah, correct. Uh, um, no, great brewery. Really good IPAs. Uh, fantastic stouts. Can't say enough good things about them. One of those new um, hot pipe breweries uh, similar into the line of some of the ones that didn't make the list because nobody's ever had the, those beers for them. Uh, coming in at number 25 is a brewery out of New York called Root and Branch. Um, if you guys ever go back into the archives, you will know that I had a Root and Branch beer on this podcast. It was a chili sour, or chili stout, um, probably about 40 episodes ago now. Uh, still killing it, still killing it. Uh, everything I see online, people are trying to find this brewery and trying to find their beers. It's one of those tradable breweries up in the Northeast now. Uh, so they're just killing it. Just killing it.
1: Just kill, just killing it, uh, number twenty four. Obviously, the best number in the whole countdown. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> Gordon <laughs> North, <hate>. Gordon <laughs> a North Carolina favorite, Wicked Weed. Um, Wicked Weed is amazing. They do some amazing stuff out of their uh, their their s- s- normal tap room. But what really kind of pushes them up the list is the Funkatorium. The Funkatorium yeah. is much like Area Two. Um, I think they do. Uh, the the experimental sours um all this stuff like i mean it's it's all stuff you can't get anywhere else they may never brew it again and it it's it's just some of the some of the best stuff you're going to have so if you go to Asheville, like some of us may may do uh, then uh you have to go to wicked weed and you have to go to the funkatorium
0: i will say the funkatorium has made my mouth tastes tastes that it has never tasted before and will never taste again
1: <laughs> until, <laughs> until we go until back to the, the places
0: functorium. make like phenomenal beers but the stuff coming out of here it's like art for your tongue where it's like hey not all art is for everybody but this is just just so unique and perfectly Mm. it's harmony with
1: just flavors i don't know it's great
2: i'm i'm hoping that that white rabbit beer is still there
1: oh white angel Mm. there you go yeah that that was a good one that was. A I really still think I have
2: drink. a bottle of it in my beer fridge too. It's, it, I'm, I'm it, always. I don't want to drink it. I'm like. I'm like. Once I drink it, it's gone.
1: It's gone for. Yeah. You don't. You don't know when you're gonna get it again. Sad. Good stuff. Can't wait to go back.
2: Next on the list is New Park Brewing out of West Hartford, Connecticut. Um, fantastic brewery does great sours. Uh, they do you know really solid IPAs. It's the ex-head brewer of Hooker that invented hashtag No Filter. He started his own brewery. Um, at first, you know, I think a lot of people were kind of down on them when they first started, but they've turned into a premier Connecticut brewery and being located in West Hartford just is a great location for them.
0: I went there right after they opened and they had really good hazies, but it sounds like they've taken a step up since then, which is awesome to see and why they've earned such a high spot.
2: Yeah, they've, they've gotten a lot more famous for their, uh, blender series as well, which is their, their fruited sours. Uh, Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, number 22 on the list is uh, one of my personal favorites um, and uh, coming out of New York, Single Cut, Single Cut Brewing Company. Um, I really, I used to hunt these these guys down in Connecticut, maybe like, what, five, six years ago, seven years ago. Uh, they were like, you didn't get them very often. They're bottles only. Um, they've come a long way since then, but... Um, they can I now. Remember, they can now, yeah. And uh, I think they're more readily available, but... Uh, the stuff that they make is spectacular, um, and that 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 crosses everything. That their their softly spoken magic spells is amazing. That's an IPA. Their heavy bo- uh, their heavy uh, boots of lead is a stout barrel aged stout. That's amazing. There's just some really 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 good stuff that comes out of there. Um, all their all of their. Uh, um, uh, beer names are, uh, song lyrics, which is also kind of cool. So, you know, bonus points there, but they do a lot of really awesome stuff. I actually may be coming up on an episode here soon. Uh, I have a bottle that I've been aging since like 2017. So of single cut. So maybe who knows, maybe two, tw- maybe 200, maybe 220. Ooh. Or what is it? 225, 225. 250. <laughs> or, oh, is it 50 episodes? Jesus. Uh-huh. We got to do that more often. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, single cut's great. Big fan. The double dry hop, uh, softly spoken magic spell is one of the best beers I've had in my life. Wow,
0: I think that mm-hmm. you're a big fan of uh, number twenty one as well, right? I I
1: have I am a big fan of number twenty one. Um, Todd might have a little bit more to say out of having been to the brewery, but Bissell Brothers not just known for vacuums. Okay, um, <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> they're also known for phenomenal beer out of Maine. Um, I've had a couple of their beers uh brought back from Maine from Maine for me and uh they're just you, you hear about them uh they're, they're the tree ho- the tree house of Maine back in the day quote unquote um, and they live up they live up to the hype I mean they're really good uh the beers I've had I've not been to the brewery Todd I I know you have I think you've had yeah
2: I have um the brewery is it's a it's a really cool spot a uh, very large location uh two floors tons of beers on tap usually you know, 15-plus beers. Uh, they cover the gamut, exactly what you expect from a Treehouse-style brewery or a Trillium-style brewery. To, to Basically, they have good IPAs, they have good sours, they have good stouts. Uh, their IPAs are really what sets them apart from a lot of their competitors. Uh, Swish being their namesake beer, that, or their, their lead flagship beer, or flagship IPA. You know, I, I had it described to me this past weekend of somebody, just, somebody chooses whether they go to Bissell Brothers based on is Swish there or is Swish not there. So if switch is there, they will go. If switch is not, they will not go. Uh, next on the list is number uh, for number twenty is Definitive Brewing Company, also out of Portland, Maine. Um, I advocated. So full disclosure before this before this week, Bissell Brothers was actually at twenty. Um, after having gone to both this past weekend, Definitive Brewing Company has moved ahead of of, of Bissell Brothers as being the best you know standard brewery in Maine. Um, oh, they switch do there. everything. Switch was there. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. So um, Definitive does everything that Bissell Brothers does, but better. Uh, their their stouts are better. Um, they have fruited sours. They have non-fruited sours. Um, and then they have IPAs. They have double IPAs, triple IPAs, single IPAs. Uh, they have loggers. They do everything really, really well. And I had these two breweries in relatively close time frames. So it wasn't like I was sober for one and drunk for the other one. It was, I was started drinking off at, started off drinking at one. And then that was the next stop was the next brewery. So. (laughs) Okay. Um, definitive is definitively the best brewery in Portland, Maine. That's
1: big words. I'm fighting words. Uh, uh number 19 uh coming in uh one that i i think i may be the only one that's had on the podcast but edmund's oast out of south carolina um they've turned into um if i see them in a store i will automatically buy whatever it is so uh again haven't traveled there to go there but their sours um are amazing so good um they're definitely not they're not like they're not like wicked weed sours they're not funky off the walls but they're like those amazing summertime you know get these uh fruited sours get these something here something there um very 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 good i like their sours more than their ipas even though their ipas are still very good so edmund's Oast has become one of those that if i see them in the store shelf i will buy a four packer depending on how many they have um I will. I'll end up. I'll end up getting some. So
0: that's like me with Fremont. Like every. I'm like every time I see a new beer, I'm like, oh, just sigh and open my wallet,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I've not been let down. Nothing I've had from them has been has been anything but spectacular. They've all been uh, knockouts. So nice. Uh, maybe, maybe if you guys, I know we're going to be drinking a lot of beer, but might have to get you some of this stuff. Maybe a can or ten.
2: There we go. <laughs> Next on the list is. Uh... I thought I was opinion, do this one. I thought that. I, I thought, just, thought I was. You can do it, do it if one. you want. I, I figured. I figured it
1: was just you know because I talk about them so much. But
2: uh, it's probably the, it's it's arguably I, in, next on the list is my personal pick for the best brewery in Maine, and that's, that's Brewery Souls. in Saco, Maine, at least. <laughs> no, I think it's probably. I know there's one above the list on or up on the list that's higher than them, but spoilers. Uh, Barreled Souls. <laughs> The reason that they're down here is because they specialize in stouts. Um, everything they do is barrel-aged. The you know, a majority of what they do is barrel-aged. Their other offerings, like their sours or their IPAs, they're good. They're not world-class like their stouts, but they're good. Um, damn. With a name like Barreled Souls, you know what you're getting there. It is a full-barreled-age brewery. Uh, I didn't just go up there to pick up you know, insert number of boxes you think I may have picked up this past weekend full of bombers of their stouts. For no reason, um, they're just an incredible brewery. They deserve everything that they deserve. This spot on the list, um, if they could just dial in their their other beers, they'd be you know even higher. Uh, next is another one of the back to back breweries that I have some type of a uh, mug club membership to, and that one is uh, Counterweight Brewing Company out of now, Cheshire, Connecticut. Um, you know, I don't know if there's anything more to say about Counterweight. I think we've talked about them a lot. Fantastic brewery, top to bottom. Uh, old ex-head brewer of Nebco started his own brewery and has basically taken the Nebco style and brought it into the the current generation of craft beer.
0: What's their flagship beer? Headway. If that's you what see, I, If you see Headway and you're an IPA fan and you haven't had it before, grab one yes. of those. Yep. Yeah,
2: and the, the that's one thing worth mentioning, Obert, is that Counterweight brews their beer to be at a certain sold at a certain price point. Um, and that's eleven ninety nine for their four pack of Headway, and it's thirteen ninety nine for their four pack of Crucial Mass, which is their, their double IPA. And it they're is cheap. specifically it's specifically marketed to be a good cheap beer to the point where like if you if you go into a store and you notice that they're charging more for Headway, you are to call the brewery and they will then take care of it with the store, um, and potentially pull their their contract with the store. So, it is a huh. it's it's part of it's always been part of their goal. He wanted a nice approachable flagship IPA to be available and to not be price gouged. Now, I don't think it happens as much in 2022 as it used to when they first opened 4 years ago when it was still in the the hype of, you know, finding beers and hoarding them and you couldn't find, you know, Sip of Sunshine half the time. You couldn't find captain's daughter and he was like no no you're going to be able to find my beer and it's going to be at the price point that i want it to be
1: well that's listen i got i got a news for some of these package stores next time in connecticut i'm fairly certain i saw it for higher than that but i'm gonna be making some phone calls hey jerry i don't know his name um I'm mr wait phone calls. mr wait his counter- name is matt his name is matt
2: matt, matt wait. wait and and <laughs> <laughs> and uh Chris another thing that another feather in the cap here. Remember the old the old brewer of uh of Cold Creek up in El, or up in Ellington, Connecticut? Yeah. He's there at Counterweight now oh, brewing really? with oh, Ma- wow. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So okay. his name is his name is Sean Peel. Uh we've had some of his beers on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. He's an yeah. incredible brewer. Counterweight in general. And they do every, they do every style fantastic.
1: Yeah. They're 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 good. They're good. I'm glad I finally got there. I have their shirt, so if that says anything, there you go. Um, next up on the list, coming home to Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, Resident Culture Brewing Company um, probably makes the best IPAs in Charlotte. I think that's a pretty pretty easy statement to, to make, relatively easy statement to make. Um, they make some really, really solid IPAs. Their Lightning Drops, which is their their flagship, is pretty. Is is spectacular it can hold its own against anybody uh if you go to the brewery it's a big open tap room it's really nice got some outdoor seating it's really really nice the nice thing i love about like uh um resident culture is um they do a lot of different styles and they do them well um the, the the one i haven't had like a ton of is like i haven't had like a big stout from them but I have had black ales. I've had black loggers. I've had um, Mexican loggers. Um, you know, some sours. Uh, of course, IPAs, and they knock it out of the park. Uh, big, big fan of them. Uh, not, not the best brewery in Charlotte, but still a very, good, still a very good brewery. Um, worthy of being uh, number 16 on the list.
0: Number 15 is that bright yellow recognizable can we just talked about, <laughs> which is Lawson's. Um, they, they're another brewery. Like Chris said that I, if I see a beer from them, I've never had before, I would drop everything and get it. But yep. they're also at this point, we're moving on into the list where it's breweries where you can find a lot of their stuff, pretty accessible. Um, you can find sip of sunshine everywhere in the northeast and when you uh when you pick it up you know what you're getting and you're not going to be disappointed it's just a great beer um their other session where they have the super session beers right are are phenomenal as well they're definitely more on the hoppier side i think in terms of beers you know as we get up this list we're going to get to some more well-rounded breweries for sure but um you know Tud's met the guy mr mr liquid's That's Sean Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) And, um, yeah, they just, they, well deserving of 15 on this list.
1: And rolling into number 14, um, one of my personal favorite breweries. And it's because whenever I see lunch on a shelf, I have to get it. Whenever I, whenever I see lunch on a shelf, I have to buy it. No matter where I'm at, I've bought seven bottles of it when, in, in, uh, in North Carolina before I saw it on a shelf. Uh, I, I would have bought more if it wasn't like eight bucks a bottle. So like, you know, (laughs) but, uh, main beer company is one of my just like all time favorite breweries. And, um, I was able to make the pilgrimage up there and it was really, really awesome. They were, it's not, it wasn't the new place. It was still the old place. They were working on the, they were working on the new place when I went, but uh, I've had just about everything that they have to offer. That's the one, that's one thing is like, they, they do make a lot of amazing stuff. Um, But like, from what I remember, they don't differentiate from it very much, but you know, no matter what you get, Mo Peep, whatever it is, um, dinner is spectacular. I mean, dinner is amazing. Second, Second lunch. Second lunch is really good. Second dinner is is also Wolf. uh, wolf's neck, yeah. They they just they do everything really really well. And lunch is one of those beers that like I can have from now until the day I die, and I will not be upset about it because it's just so clean, so crisp, so smooth. I love it, love it, love it. Um, but. It's one of my personal favorite breweries, but my favorite brewery in Charlotte is up next. So can't can't be mad about that. Number thirteen, Divine Barrel Brewing Company. They do everything well. They do everything well. Like super, super good. Uh, I mean the place is the place is cool, um, but the beers are spectacular. Um one of the first five star beer on the podcast was from divine barrel okay I'm just saying it I'm just saying it out loud. It's just one of those things where they their i p a s are good their sours are good, their stouts are spectacular um they just make really good beer, even sending some to uh other co hosts of podcast Kiwi like she raves about them all the time because they're just they're just really really solid um I'm happy to i'm happy to have them so close to me it's very very it's it's it it makes missing southern grist easier when <laughs> i have divine barrel 40 minutes away so um yeah i mean i don't know you guys have had divine barrel i don't know how you guys think but <laughs> yeah for I know sure I, love them.
0: I think yeah the uh the heavenly pancake was the five-star beer you're talking about did a lot uh, of work yeah they uh i'm i'm looking forward to trying more when i when i go to north carolina a few weeks or a week
1: yeah like
2: like five (laughs) days days. yeah like the day after this podcast comes out Uh uh-huh yeah tomorrow (laughs) um next on the list is tired hands uh i don't know the, the the town that they're out of i apologize but it's a suburb of philadelphia um they are you know they're deserving of being on this spot here they do fantastic ipas you know, if you notice the theme, all the bre- all the breweries on this list do fantastic IPAs, and most likely have solid stouts and solid sours. Uh, Tired Hands is more of the IPA slash stout type brewery. Uh, they don't. I I've, I've never had one of their sours, so it'd be out of line for me to speak about it. Um, great brewery. You know, always gets lumped into the the top breweries in the country let alone being on the east coast uh after that comes another brewery that's also always lumped in with being one of the better breweries in the entire country and this is one that i've also been to and i was the only one on the podcast to have been here and that's the Vale, out of richmond virginia their stouts were incredible their ipas even better uh their sour that i had the one that i had was delicious Great brewery. Wish I could get more of them. So if we have any listeners in Richmond, Virginia, and you'd like to send me some more Vale beers, I would love it because I personally think that they they may qualify to be higher on this list if if all three of us had had them, or if I would have had more of their beers. Coming in at number ten, personal favorite of mine from the from the state of Connecticut is Same. Abomination. Yeah, um, I think you know they won Brewery of the the Year for Mister Oscars twenty twenty. I think um, you know Josh Arno. Uh, everything he does over there is awesome. Um his wandering through the fog series of IPAs are amongst the tops of the IPAs you can buy. Yep. His stouts are awesome, his sours are great. He even makes a uh, fruited hard seltzer which is also fantastic. Love to drink it when it's starting to get a little bit, little bit warmer. They come in at like 5%, but they you know, they're not they're not seltzers. They they're fruit juice with alcohol. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, and as I think they our welcome transition into this top 10 part of our list where yep. they, um, yeah, they just phenomenal, phenomenal beer as like you said, as showcased by being our best brewery of the year. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah. And they, and they deserve everything about being in the top 10 of this mm-hmm. list. Nobody and talks they, about them except when you hear, when you go up to Maine and there are Mainers and people from, you know, around New England, that art from Connecticut. And they're saying, Oh, like you have an abomination shirt on. I wish I could get more of their beer up here. Did you bring any to trade? And me say, right. you know, I didn't even think about doing that, but should have done that. We'll do it next time. Uh, Abomination is one of those breweries that people want. Yeah, and they get some good distri- distribution. I think Chris can buy them down in North Carolina from time to time. I think we've seen yeah. Jenna, we've seen Jenna buy them in, in Michigan because twelve percent beer project ships everywhere. So if you if you can't get it, if you don't think you can get it, make sure you check your package store to see if if maybe you can get it because. Chances are you might if you see 12% beers there, you can get Abomination in your area.
1: Yeah. I was I was excited to see it. And not to mention, they were commenting on a a hot, hot post on Instagram. So I mean, you know, uh, it's it's all it's all it's all love between DAWF podcast and Abomination Brewing Company. We're basically partnered. Um
0: <laughs> number nine is the late great uh one of the <laughs> great grand, the the grandfather. Wait, are they the, the dead? Grand, the grandpappies. <laughs> yeah. The the founders of the New England IPA, it's fair to say. And that is The Alchemist. I think that, that title yeah. is doing a lot of work for them here. Um, mm-hmm. But I still would always drink the Heady Chopper. Um, mm-hmm. I still love it more, but the, their Focal Banger and uh, their other crusher. amazing Crusher, right, is another one of their IPAs. And they're they're branching into some stouts too. But um, – yeah. To be yeah, to basically come up with the style that has put all of these breweries on this list. Um says yeah is doing a lot of work for them um on here. But
1: definitely making the list and being like it's but it's the alchemist, uh-huh. you know, like like that's something you had to say because I mean heady Topper, Focal Banger still four and a quarter, four and a half beers, even in today's scenes, and they're just they're I mean, I love Focal Banger. I think I personally think it's better than Hetty Topper, but, um, it's, uh, it, it's just, I mean, I went there and it was a freaking I, I got screwed. I don't know why I go when they're renovating all these places. It was like a shack. It was a shack. And they had like, Oh, we got little samples of Hetty Topper. That's and all we could get. They were
0: I building a new brewery them. for like four years though. I
2: feel like, oh, yeah, man, golly. Their, was their I new it, brewery is fantastic. Yeah. I highly I recommend go. going there for sure. Um, the last time I was Duh. there, they were giving out free samples of all their beer while you were sitting there. As many free samples as you wanted to help you make your your, Damn. your buying decision a little bit easier. But they were like... You know, half glasses. I was like, well, I'll just sit here and drink heady okay. tapper. <laughs> I'm never I'm gonna I'm not quite sure.
1: What's this heady heady tapper? <laughs> what is this? Or
2: what's the crusher? That's uh... uh yeah. Yeah. Can I try that one too? Oh, that one's that one ten percent. I don't know if I'm gonna like that one. I've heard about your heavy tapper.
0: I heard I have to try the heavy
2: tapper. <laughs> no, they're incredible. They deserve to be on the list. Yep. Uh, but for pure namesake alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um next up is one of the more probably i'm going to go out to say they're, they they're the most unique brewery on this list 100% that, yep that's oec brewing company out of oxford connecticut um yep. when you are compared to Cantillion, um you're considered the second best sour brewery in the planet outside of Cantillion. you make the list i don't think there's anything more to say <laughs> about oec they're incredible um they don't yeah. do if you don't like sours you're not going to like them That's like, they have like a pale, they have like a lager for people who get dragged along there and they're like, I don't like any of these beers. They have a lager to say, Obert had it. It's, it's a good drinking beer. You can just drink it. It's fine. But their sours are where it's at. And that's why they're here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's something special. I know Tud and I made the trek out there once, at least once or twice. And uh, I went.
2: I've done it a few more times.
1: Yeah, no, I know, I know. This is just (laughs) my experience, but like, it's it's a pilgrimage, and you have to go. You have to go at least once. Um, it's we will get we will get over there one day. Next time he's in town, spectacular,
2: spectacular. Um, Someday (laughs) we'll do OEC, and then we'll do Two Roads Area Two. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I
1: need to hit that one, so our yeah, stomachs will
2: cool. our stomachs will be in pain afterwards because of all oh the God, wild so much, toilet, so much battling each out. other we'll be eating 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 tums on the toilet the whole day <laughs> so so now that we're going to number seven, I don't think we need to talk about seven. I think we're just gonna skip on over to six.
1: no wait, hold on, hold on as the as the person who is actively wearing a shirt from this brewery. <laughs>
2: I think you only own five shirts and there are three of them. <laughs> I think that's true. Actually, Ted lucky number seven
1: on the list is our very own Fox farm, of course. Um, and yes, I am wearing a Fox farm shirt because I love the Fox farm shirt. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like I can't think of a brewery that has taken over my life as much as Fox farm did in the small amount of time I lived in Connecticut. So I love the space. I love going there. The beer's phenomenal. Um, and now they're branching even more into uh, some of, like, the old world, like, German styles and things like that because of that new guy that came over. I I mean, shit. I say new guy. It's been, like, three years now. But, like. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. But, I mean, everything they do is amazing. Everything's so crisp, so good, so delicious. I, I just. I mean, we talk about them literally every episode. So, you know, maybe we don't have to talk about them. But I like to anyway because uh, I used to live 10 Minutes. I used to live 10 minutes it's, from there. The, my the wife, best
2: part is that we, we only left them at number seven. And I think that was partly because we didn't want to be like, oh, well, number one, it's going to be Fox Farm.
0: <laughs> yeah, it holds Listen, a special place in all of our hearts. Yeah, it I, really I think it's does. fair to say, which is so, it's saying fa- something,
1: you know. Fun, fun fun, story about Fox Farm that I don't know if I've told the podcast before. I may have, but it's hundreds of episodes ago and no one remembers. But uh, my favorite establishment in, in Connecticut, Two Brothers Pizza, of course, is... Um, The owner is friends with uh, the head brewery of Fox Farm. And before the brewery opened, before the brewery... I think there was plans for the brewery. But before the brewery opened, Dana was there with her friend. And... um, she was like, uh, the the guy, uh, the the head brewer was there and gave like a growler of this beer to to Nick, who is the owner of Two Brothers, and was like, oh, you know, share this with people, blah blah blah. And so Dana ended up having Fox Farm before Fox Farm was Fox Farm. Oh wow! And and, and she was she came home, she was like, oh my god, they there was this beer, and like, this is before she really started drinking be, drinking beer. She's like, this is beer, it's gonna be right down the road, blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh man, I'm so excited. And then. It just turned into what it is. <laughs> so that's a fun, fun history fact. Fo- history fact about Fox Farm and my family. So basically, <laughs> basically, we invented Fox Farm.
2: Um,
1: I mean, that's. <laughs>
2: I mean, th- they're hands down the best brewery in Connecticut. There's no argument. Um, I've I've heard people. Quotes. I've heard people try to put up arguments. They lose.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, next up on the list is. A brewery that I feel that Fox Farm basically tried to mimic for the first couple of years of his existence. They probably still try to, in some perspective. Um, is Hill Farmstead. Um, you know, a, a farm-based brewery that does incredible IPAs, does incredible sours. The, the, you know, the old like not like the fruited sours, but like the your traditional sours um, that people know, make pilgrimages downfall. too Yeah, it's it's it is the pilgrimage brewery. Um, I think. I think I would argue in the country. Um, you know, people say that, you know, treehouse is easy to get to. Trillium is easy to get to. Hill Farmstead is a is a freaking adventure. Let me tell you. You get to the, the middle of nowhere, you lose cell phone service. Then, you have to get on a their their road is a dirt road. Um, you're passing by like trailers and people's like like houses and all of a sudden you come up on this big hill. And there's just a brewery sitting there with that's packed with people. Still no cell phone service. Um, it's in the middle of absolute nowhere Vermont.
0: But what puts them on the list? What makes what makes them so good? Oh,
2: their their beers are incredible. I mean, their IPAs are world class. Their sours that I've had, fantastic. Um, my favorite I think is I think it's called Edward. Um, I have a bottle of it in my other room. I should probably take a look at it. Uh they're Hill Farmstead is is incredible. It's to me personally, I think Fox Farm probably should be above it because to me Hill Farmstead's a little bit more of a pain in the ass to get to. Um you know, it's I've been there now I've been there enough times now to say that, you know what, well, I can get their beer at Armsby Abbey in Worcester, I can get their beer at other on tap at other places. Unless I'm in that area of Vermont, I'm not gonna make that pilgrimage anymore. Right, right. But it's worth it. If you've never done it, you should do it.
0: And it's it's the best beer of Vermont on the list, uh, which is saying something, as Vermont is a state again known
2: for their phenomenal New England IPA. It is not the best beer on Vermont on the list. Oh, oh you're no. right.
0: You're right. There's one higher. I forgot about Spoilers. that. Spoilers, but it is not number five, which is other half out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, I've I've just passed through and picked up a few. Four packs of beer from them. Um, Ted, Ted, I think has been
2: as well. I uh, I once spent way too much money unintentionally in about thirty seconds there. Yeah, you oh, go man. there and they're
0: like, "Hey, how many? What do you want for beer?" And they have like thirty-five different four packs uh-huh. you can pick, and you're like, "I don't know." And Ted didn't. I don't think Ted realized this. He's like,
2: "I'll take one of everything." Like, you- I Are I said sure? I, I picked out uh, three four packs, and then I just saw they had some bottles. I didn't know like how many bottles they had. So I said, I'll take one of each of the bottles. <laughs> uh, I spent a quick $400 real fast in, in three <laughs> seconds. And I was like, holy shit. What happened? Uh, uh, just be careful if you go there. Yeah. Incredible beers, but
0: yeah, they, damn. Yeah, <laughs> they do an excellent job. Um, they strive to be next level in their IPAs and in their stouts. They're always putting more hops in. They're doing you know above and beyond with the adjuncts and their crazy stouts and stuff like that so they they really um are in their spot as being you know in the new york metro area you know they're they're famous for being as good as they are but ted why don't you talk about the best brewery in vermont
2: yeah so the best brewery in vermont is out of burlington it's foam brewing company um you yeah, i think we've talked about them on this podcast before plenty of times but they do absolutely incredible ipas um Some of the best in the world that I've ever had. They do incredible sours um, out of their. They have like a a sour subsidiary brewery, but they're like purple dot and orange dot. Put it this way. There's a beer festival that happens every year, the the Vermont Brewers Festival. It happens in the park across the street on Lake Champlain. Went there for the brewer beer festival. Um, Once we were done, they give you 10 tickets. So you're only allowed to try 10 beers. Um, Very weird setup. So you're not going to get plastered, but... We've got our ten, and then we walked back across street to Foam to get more purple dot and orange dot because that's how good those sours were. Uh the IPAs are incredible. They, they, I knew them back before they were canning. Uh, back before anybody really knew they were there. The last time I was there, we had to wait in a line for like twenty minutes to get into the place. So it has become it's become respected for what it is, and what it is is an incredible brewery. I, that's um, that's
1: one I wish I had I wish I've had that I wish I've you
2: should some. definitely try that you should make a. you know what you should do the hill farmstead foam trip you should go to hill farmstead then go to foam <laughs> next on the list is a brewery that I went to this past weekend as well in Boston that's Trillium mm, uh, yeah,
0: one we've all been to
2: together and uh
0: enjoyed I don't know I, I feel like I've been there I've with been you,
1: I've been with Ober at least once I feel like I've been with Tut at least once. Yeah. Maybe I don't know, well, I think time. we're too drunk to remember.
2: <laughs> it's listen, it's fine. Trillium, you know, it's, need we it's say the, more? They they they're they're awesome. They're Trillium. You yep. know their name because of how good they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, they great barrel-aged stuff, um, you know, they're just super strong alcoholic stouts that are uh just chock-full of amazing, you know, chocolatey adjuncts as well as yeah, super hoppy IPAs that are just like just chock full of hops i don't know you can't yeah. pack more flavor into a beer i think than trillium does
2: no they they are they specialize in those adjunct stouts that i've got one in my fridge right now that may make an appearance on here it's a uh, coffee cake stout and i'm like oh mm.
0: sounds amazing so yeah. i want to
2: drink it probably will get drank on this podcast if i had to guess <laughs> but not next week because next week we'll be having beer from the brewery that comes in at number two
1: most likely i mean if if you're gonna if you're really gonna split hairs uh in in my in in our correct opinion the number two brewery on the east coast is also the number two the number one brewery in north carolina and of course is burial beer company i mean golly like you literally can't go wrong um i'm just going through like some of the stuff that i've had and i've given i have not given a perfect five but i've given a couple four seven fives (laughs) To uh and this one I did remember, an abyss of human experience yep. is a triple IPA. Yeah, so fr- so freaking good, so freaking good. What's the other none... one? Skillet the donut scout. Oh, the donut skillet. skillet, skillet. Oh, that... the donut skillet? Yeah. Yep, skillet donut scout. I gave uh four and a four and a quarter for me, but both um, of which are I mean...
0: available on their website, which i plan on, on getting when we go <laughs> next
1: this weekend. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, uh, abyss is available too. Uh-huh. Oh, my so it's so freaking good. I like. This place, I mean, there's a the, it's a great spot, but like the beer is so good and they do everything well. Like, I mean, I'm looking through some of these, uh, a, a a Flanders Red Ale for a uh, gave I gave a four, not something I normally a, a lager, just a straight up lager. I gave a four. Like everything they do is so nice, so crisp, so 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 delicious. Just everything they do. Um, I, I'm actually like I live in the state and like and. <laughs> And I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited to go. Um, and they opened a, 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 I don't know if it's a brewery or if it's just like a tap house kind of thing in Charlotte. So it's actually a little bit closer now, um, but I have not been. So, um, I mean, you can't say enough. Burial, just amazing. You knocks it out of the park. I'm excited to go. i super excited to go. I'm actually really excited about the whole trip. So, me too. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And, okay, so you know, we're done.
0: That, that was it. Thanks for listening, folks.
1: That's it. Nope. No, yep. No, all we, the. We, yeah. You'll, yeah. You might no,
0: notice one brewery missing from our list. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that Bud Light. They, they do have a good a bit, very big location in, in uh, New Hampshire somewhere. Merrimack. Yep. I'm yeah. assuming it's Portsmouth because everything in New Hampshire is Portsmouth, but... Uh,
0: no, so, we can't. This cans, list would not be cans. complete of East Coast Breweries without the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> that's Treehouse, of course. Yep. It's a big elephant. Duh. Yeah. Big, they um, now
2: own, what, three breweries and a, and a golf, golf course? course. Yep. Okay. And a yeah, distillery and a coffee company? Yep. Okay, yep.
0: maybe they should focus on what they already do amazing. But uh, I, some would argue Treehouse is the best brewery in the world. They like I mentioned how the alchemist invented the new England IPA treehouse revolutionized it. It's yeah, they took it from an 11 to a 12 on a scale of 10 <laughs> and they, um, their classic original styles are still some of their best sellers and yep. are, are some of the best beers I've ever tasted. Um, you know, we, we, we've given them
2: like you just got me excited yeah the green you used to get from the old Monston location is still hands down probably the best beer i've ever had in my life yeah it
1: was very good that that haze too golly haze was always been my favorite but oh man and maybe it was because we stood outside in 20 degree weather to get it i don't know maybe it's <laughs> maybe also at that point.
0: before like 30 of the breweries. 25 of the breweries on this list existed, right? Yeah, for real. So, like, imagine your first time having a beer like this. You know, that's what it was, and that's why it's number one on our list, because of what they've done to the IPA. But not just that. They also make incredible stouts, too.
1: Yeah. Um, Yep. Yeah. And and they don't get enough praise for the Sours, I don't believe, because we talked about it while we were making the list. Their Native series is extremely, extremely good. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I just I get excited when I go to the even the new location now now that it's not it's still crazy but it's not as crazy as it used to be but like it's a desk it's it's a destination it's like a freaking Disney Disneyland for beer and the beer you're having is the best some of the best in the world so um I mean, I thought keep, about going
2: today on the drive back from Boston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I debated yeah, it. I was a like, you know, weekend quick of detour. detour, yeah, yeah." Yeah, I, I, I was like, "It's mem-, no, well, it's not even a detour anymore because it's it's in Charlton, and it's it's on the Mass Pike. It's yeah, it's true. it's an exit. I mean, it's it's its own exit in Charlton. Like you're like, oh, would, hey, there he you goes. Have, it's,
1: I would drive. I would I would stop every day. I, would, every, I only live past.
2: I, that's the that's the downfall and that's why I think that we were like oh the, obviously they're the number 1 brewery but you know every as obert said they were the best before 30 of these breweries existed. Yeah, that's true. Now if I can go to if I can go to you know Fox Farm Abomination which is at every package store in Connecticut, do I need to drive the, the 25 minutes the 30 minutes to go to Treehouse? No. Yeah. But I I could. I thought about it on my drive back. Right. <laughs>
1: right. right. Yeah, Would I go to their
2: golf crazy. course and go golfing and drink their beer while golfing? Yes, I will. I will <laughs> that sounds
1: do that. Amazing. that. Sounds so good. There you go. That sounds
2: so good. I love it. Oh, that. they own a farm too. We for, totally forgot about that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they own everything. Get your treehouse eggs. Fifteen dollars a dozen. Well, that but...
0: wraps up our list, and um, we mm. we had a, a criteria. We added at least one of every one brewery from every East Coast state to our contenders list. Um, yeah, they didn't all make it. Uh, no. you know, I don't, we could maybe post this on the discord, all of the, all of the possibilities of what we talked about, but here's our top 35 and, um, it's fair to say the top 35, it's no correct. arguing. Yeah. These are, mm. these are the rankings, uh, <laughs> at least at this moment in time, you know, who knows right. where, where next, things will go. next week but,
1: doing the top 35 again, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it takes way too long. We've learned.
2: <laughs> but we have a lot of fun Listen, making the list if, it, if somebody it was, it disagrees with us join our discord you can disagree there no and then you join have our to, patreon
1: you... and send us a patreon message then you can then you can disagree
2: with you us. also have to you also have to supply the beer to try to prove us wrong
1: though oh there you go that oh nope never mind everybody's open it's open to everybody again <laughs> oh man but we'll drink it first if they're patreon uh
0: <laughs>
1: yeah oh it was fun it was fun yeah
0: but okay so that's it it's time for our frosty mug of wisdom um todd and i each get a tally mark and um we i think chris has to I honk th- for us i think is how it works yeah
2: i think chris has to honk for both of us we're waiting um honk honk
1: honk 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 i did the jordan I you did you did the jordan the jordan the jordan cadence why don't you do the, do the chris one um, I don't know, man. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm definitely not. A, you I'm just not, make honk sounds. <laughs> honk, 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 I
2: don't know if he's saying honk or you're saying conk. No, it's
1: honk.
0: I
2: like the defeated t-
0: tone to it, though. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the best part for Brendan <laughs> It really Probably was over. Over, really if you was. will, clip that and send that to me, so we have that as a sound drop going forward. <laughs> there we go. I made it to the soundboard. Okay. Well, Jordan, <laughs> take it away.
2: Test your handle. Test your handle.
0: Test your handle.
1: Test your handle.
2: Mug of wisdom. Drink.
0: Of all right, Jordan. Thank you, as always, for my podcast. But it is time for our frosty mug of wisdom, which we fill up with um life advice for you stuff. You know, check it out if we're talking about it. You just heard us tell you about 35 great breweries. If that's not enough convincing, I don't know what else would be, but okay, I think I'm gonna go first this week. Um, my handle is a simple one, it's can be found in your freezer aisle. It's um, ice close ice cream and specifically mochi um i didn't know that you could just buy like mochi in the like novelty section at the store but i've been doing it lately oh yeah and um it's just like a nice after dinner palate cleanser dessert simple uh i like mochi for those of you who don't know it's just like a little disc of ice cream with like a rice i don't even know what you would call the, the coating i know it's rice based but
2: um it's like a rice ball around some ice
0: cream Yeah, but it's not like... You say that, I think of a sushi roll, right? Like, it's like... it's uh, Like a rice patty? Yeah, kind of. It's like... It's candy, though. It's flavored like candy. Um, They have a lot of flavors. I like the green tea. It's one that you don't really get ice cream flavors that often. So, um, get some mochi. Now that it's it's after Memorial Day, it's summer. You deserve to cool off. Have some ice cream. Um, Chris, what do you got for us?
1: All right. So, I have an event that's going to be happening. Um, You know, if you guys... You guys probably don't know this about me, but I'm a Twitch streamer. So, um, oh. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, Where'd a, you start it's this? A, it's a relatively new thing. Um, but one of my friends is partaking in, and uh, there's a really cool challenge going on, especially if you're a shiny Pokemon hunter like me. Um, but it's called Nerd Out and Nomi Me Present the 151 Shiny Challenge. So, um, what it is, is there's a bunch of um, different streamers uh, beer dead, not being one of them, sadly, um, that are going to be trying to, uh, catch all 151 Pokemon in as quick, as quickly as possible. Um, this is happening today, actually. Holy cow. I maybe probably should have used a more timely thing, but, uh, um, it's it's a bunch of different uh, Pokemon streamers that are all trying to catch a specific type of Pokemon, and if they all are able to do it, then they're able, then they'll be like the first group of streamers to do it in a day or something, something like that. So it's pretty cool. I'm like pretty, I'm pretty jealous because I found out about it late, or else I would have joined. Um, but it's a very cool thing. Um, I, if you're able to watch them af- right after you're listening um, there's a list of participants there's a ton of people doing it too including some people that I definitely recognize makes me so angry um, but it is a very cool thing and um, uh, you should check it out especially if you like watching twitch streamers if you like that kind of stuff uh, show them su- them some support. Uh, my friend Corby 94 is gonna be in it uh, so check him out. he's trying to catch a metapod trying to catch a shiny metapod so okay great shiny great shiny. So, uh, link in the show notes and it'll have, uh, all the participants. And then, uh, who was the first person to catch that Pokemon? So
2: pretty cool. So my handle this week is a TV show that I s- stumbled upon this past weekend while I was just flipping through the TV stations in my hotel room, uh, late at night, which for those who don't, who don't know, or, or, you know, it doesn't matter. It's 2022 who has a cable subscription anymore. So when you're in a hotel room, you're just kind of flipping through and you're like, Oh, Hey, what is this? So on CNN, um, it's not a, you know, not a channel. I, 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 usually don't frequent any news sources on TVs. So I stopped cause I was like, well, this is interesting. Cause they were talking about music and I was like, I don't know CNN to talk about music. Oh, it's a news network. Well, they have this show called, from what I gather, it's one's called the sixties. One's called the seventies. One's called the eighties. One's called the nineties and the two thousands. And basically they're like, I think they're like 10 episodes a season where they talk about how the world changed through the decade of whatever the decade is. So I got stuck down a rabbit hole this past weekend where, um, you know, starting at like one o'clock, I was watching the 60s and then at their hour long, um, at two o'clock, they started talking about the 70s and I was like, well, I'm interested in this one too. Uh, I don't think, so they weren't playing them in any particular order. Uh, And then the next one was the 80s, which I ended up falling asleep in the middle of. So thankfully, I eventually found some sleep... Uh, but it seems like a pretty cool series. I've watched a few more episodes since then. Um, you know, I had to find them on YouTube because they don't seem to be on any streaming platforms. So my recommendation is to go watch these cause they seem pretty interesting. Uh, I watched one today that was about how, uh, television changed st- the country in the '60s, so it goes through the whole. You know, at first of you know, in the '60s, everybody finally had a TV in their house. Then it goes through the whole John F. Kennedy, Richard Nixon debate, where they believe Kennedy won because of television. Um, goes through all like the TV shows, the Ed Sullivan shows, the variety hour shows. and just kind of shows how the the world developed through that decade for individual pieces. I watched another one on music, uh, from the '60s as well to kind of learn about the British invasion and that type of stuff. It was it's cool. interesting. Check it out if you like history. I'm a big history guy, so check that out.
0: Nate, get your CNN Plus subscription. <laughs> I think that's already gone from what I've heard. Yeah,
2: because I was like, oh, if it's, if CNN Plus is like five bucks, I can blow through all these episodes in like a week, right? Doesn't exist anymore. So with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the brews who provided today's beers. Thank you to Oxbow and and Jester King for their TexNet uh, barrel-aged farmhouse ale.
1: I would like to mention that Goose Island also gave had a beer tonight. A tropical beer hug. A <laughs> picture of a dog on it. A dog, <laughs> dog with shades on it. Doesn't even make sense, Goose Island.
0: I want to thank Fremont Brewing for their head full of might
2: Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Also head over to Patreon and for as little as a dollar a month, um, or as much money as you want to give us per month, you can get extra episodes of Drinking with Friends. So if you want to hear the whole debate about how we came up with the 35, uh the list of the 35 breweries, head over there. Like I said, one dollar, or if you're feeling generous, ten billion dollars. Um, you get to listen to them all. They're think it runs about three hours because we went into some you know hardcore debates there may have been some technical issues that happened there as well so you may notice that too but overall it's worth your dollar go do that and then head over to discord to join the conversation live with other fans of the show as well and that's free so in case you want to do that and then finally go head over to iTunes leave a five-star rating and review and also now I I just learned this apparently go to Spotify leave us a five-star rating and review over there too because you can leave ratings on Spotify now too for podcasts and that's really if you really want to help us that's the best way to help us without having to spend a single dollar even though you should spend a dollar and stop being cheap with that (laughs) my name's Ted
1: my name's Chris and I'm Obert
0: and remember if you're tricking alone do it with friends i guess we have to rate the the top 100 us
2: <laughs> that would
0: take that would take even longer that would take way too
2: long we could rank our patrons yeah or we could we could rate our listeners all patrons at the top and everybody who's too cheap to us a dollars okay a sounds good